0: Have you ever heard of a word salad? It's when someone does a whole lot of talking without saying anything at all. And this comes up a lot in sports talk. So usually when a coach makes a crazy call that everyone's questioning it, they get up to the podium and they start to justify their decision. They say all sorts of things and it just makes no sense whatsoever. So a lot of talking without revealing anything. This also comes up a lot when there's scandals, not just in the sports world. Of course, there's a lot of scandals with sports, but when politicians get up there to explain something that they did and they just talk and talk for 15-20 minutes. A lot is said, but no real information is conveyed. That's what a word salad is. So when it comes to the government speaking, not only about their scandals, but the same thing happens when they speak about crypto. So based on the craziness that's going on right now, I thought it'd been a good time to start off this week with a market update, just giving a few highlights of what's going on. Of course, there's all sorts of action And I want to comment on some things that some U.S. regulators have been saying. And that's where the whole word salad thing has come up. So that's what we're going to dive into today. First of all, if you are subscribed to the newsletter, which came out today, Nifty Business Week, if you haven't, niftybusinessweek.com is where you can get that for absolutely free. You'll see that I gave some commentary about ETH. Everyone was doing all their speculation as far as was it going to go up? How are businesses going to look at this thing? Is it going to really add more value to it, bringing in more firms and so forth? So where is the value of it going? Of course, this is all speculation, not something that I recommend or even really speak about. However, I just wanted to say that there was enough evidence on both sides to really determine where this thing was going to go. That's what that issue was mostly about. And then of course, highlighting some other topics. But as far as ETH right now, as you can see, It is still falling. And as far as what's happening with Bitcoin and all other assets, that's just standard right now at that point. So ETH is down 20% since last week and could possibly keep going. But as far as what's going on over on the Ethereum NFT scene, things are still happening as far as the top five. The usual suspects that we expect to see, three of the five are Yuga Labs products or Yuga Lab collections. Of course, the Bored Apes, the Mutant Apes and the other side But the other two were somewhat surprising to me that they have the other two spots in the top five is a collection called Ragna and a black box collection, which is also related to them and what they're doing over there. So those have been trending for the last two weeks or so, have really been picking up some steam. Not really too much I could possibly say about that. I looked at the art if you're interested in it. I'll just leave a link to the collection and just seeing what's going on there and it is picking up some steam however i just want to round off the top five saying that there is still some activity and there is some new ones up there we're so used to seeing the crypto punks and the ogs of course that are up there with the me and ugolab properties whatever but it's just nice to see that this one is really picking up some traction right now some new collections that are in the space so a lot of people are saying that there's nothing new coming out that is not picking up any traction what have you well this one clearly is and this is not something that has within that 72 hour window where we normally see things pump and then the influencers back out and then of course it falls this has been going now for a little while this has been on the charts and it's just cool to see that a new property is up there Of course, over on Seoul, there is still a lot of traction going on. There is still trades, a lot of activity compared to over what's going on on ETH. However, it's noted to say that the Ute, which has really taken all the attention, the steam, the momentum for the last month or so, has fallen down to the second spot. Number one is Ukiyo, which is a robotic art. It's kind of cool. I'll leave a link to that as well, just so you can check it out, just so you can see the art yourself. But that's what's going on over on Seoul, just giving a quick overview of different things. That Utes has finally dropped down. still a lot of traction, still up there as far as the attention, the prices and everything, but it has lost that number one spot. But of course, let's get to the ambiguity of everything that I was just saying. Those words, salads, just politicians and regulators saying all sorts of things that really conveys no information whatsoever. And it just makes the market sort of seem shaky, right? institutional investors don't exactly know where to go because they don't know if regulators are going to make things harder or they're going to make the environment much more conducive and friendly for business. So it's just one of those things. It's like, why are they even mentioning this? So the White House loves to put out these press conferences or memos, if you will, uh, stating what their plans are for crypto. And a lot of the times it really says nothing. Even the executive orders and all these different things, anytime they mention putting over task force and dividing up the different agencies to see where their. authority. Authority should fall and all of that. Really, nothing's ever really decided. And there is a lot of hinting about central bank digital currencies, CBDCs. But no decision has been made on that. And even if you go over to the Fed's website, the Fed is saying that they're still exploring the idea of CBDCs. So, again, all this information that is being put out in the press from the White House and what have you, it's like they're just hinting at certain things. However, nothing's really being conveyed. And it just leaves businesses, hedge funds managers, institutional investors, corporations that might want to build in the space sort of scratching their head. Like they don't know what to do. Should they go forward? Or should they just stay away from the area altogether? Because the last thing businesses want is for their competitors to jump into the space, get some traction, start getting some market share, and they fall behind them. So everyone wants to be first, or if not first, they want to be within the early stages of getting into things so that they can gobble up some market share and be a leader within that sector. However, with the whole regulation and all this ambiguity standing over them, it's like they don't know what to do. But some interesting things that have happened as far as Fidelity, they're considering offering crypto to their over 34 million customers. So that's very interesting. I know quite a few people I know personally, a company I used to work for, they have their whole investment package as far as their retirement and their IRAs and such. It is managed by Fidelity. And I know that it would be very interesting to see that these people who have the option to really shift where they can put their funds and what have you, especially the younger people who might not be retiring for another 30 or 40 years. Putting it in a risky asset such as crypto might be very interesting if it is in there with as, as an option for those retirement plans. But we'll see how that goes, especially with all that ambiguity and the word salads that are throwing around. We don't know what they're going to do. But I also read that BlackRock and Coinbase are partnering with each other to offer crypto services to institutional customers and they're planning to go forward with that which is very interesting because blackrock is a massive company if you see all the things that they're invested in it's like their budget is like the gdp of many countries if not more i should say more than many countries definitely more than jamaica so that is where i am right now in case you're not you're wondering why i just threw jamaica out there like that but to see them partnering with the largest exchange in the u.s and offering these services for crypto is going to be interesting going forward. But all that really depends on what is this regulatory environment? What is that going to look like? Is this going to be something that the government is going to crack down on, or they're going to really give them the green light to do all sorts of interesting things? But as far as a regulation or regulatory body, the SEC is one of those agencies that really oversees things, not directly the government, but the SEC stands for Securities and Exchange Commissions. And they dabble in things such as the stock market and investment vehicles and making sure that there's no fraud and craziness going on. Well, they're keeping an eye on crypto and they don't really know what to do with this. Again, where does this fall? It's why all this stuff is being uh, divvied up against all these agencies. Well, this is a matter for the FBI. Is this a matter for the SEC? Does the Fed take regulation over this or what? What's going on? Well, who knows, but the SEC loves to weigh in on things because really all the agencies want to be over this because it just gives them more power. And what we recently saw is right after that whole merge with Ethereum, the SEC made a statement coming out saying that proof of stake could possibly be considered an investment contract, and that would be under their jurisdiction. Now, that makes things very interesting for anyone that is staked on the Ethereum blockchain or any proof-of-stake network for that matter. How is that going to be considered an investment contract and what does that even mean? Does this really apply to funds that are just U.S. based, or is this for U.S. citizens that might be living abroad? I mean, really, what does that mean? Again, word salad, things were said, nothing was explained, and it just really adds to this whole area of fear, uncertainty, and doubt, more so the uncertainty because we don't even know what that means, but they put out these statements as soon as the merge is made, which is kind of weird, right? It's almost like they were sitting there just well i mean everyone in this whole space knew that when the merge is going to take place and hours after the merge takes place that is issued Hmm, looks a little funny to me but speaking of the sec there is a influencer that is in the whole crypto space his name is ian balina the sec is coming after him right now for having an ico initial coin offering back in 2018 without registering it as a security so, of course, that leads to the whole thing. Well, do they have the right to do that? Can they go after him for that? And that's something they've been doing for quite a while now. They were going after anyone that comes out with their own coins and so forth because they're saying, yes, this is a security. And as the Securities and Exchange Commission, that we should be over that. We're the regulatory body that's over that. And of course, there is no law set in stone. This is just really policy. And each of these agencies are just really flexing to see how much power they can really have because really the laws have not really kept up with the pace of this sector as far as all the developments and everything that is going defi nfts all that stuff it i mean the technology is coming in and the changes are happening Way faster than these politicians can do any kind of agreement and make up a law, put something on paper. And really, they're making this up as they go along. And it's just policies and they're flexing their muscles to see, well, will this hold up in court or not? Who really knows? Until things are set in stone or really written in ink and signed, then we're just basically making this up as we go along. Well, at SEC. Not only is going after this guy for not registering for the initial coin offering, but they even went a step further and said that they believe that they have full jurisdiction over the entire Ethereum blockchain and should be able to regulate that. Now, what exactly does that mean? First of all, we know that the Ethereum blockchain is decentralized. It's not like they have a headquarters sitting up in Seattle or some other city that has tech in it, Palo Alto, California, or anything of that nature. So how exactly is this going to fall under the jurisdiction of the U.S.? Now, does that mean that is the U.S. citizens that are going to be regulated or what? But As far as I see, they said the Ethereum blockchain falls under their jurisdiction. So what does that even mean? Again, word salad. Things are being said, and who knows what even to take of that. But hey, I'm just a guy that's podcasting about this stuff. But just imagine if I was running a multi-billion dollar institution, and I'm deciding where to put my funds, or where I'm going to invest in to build something for the future, and we have the SEC, and the government, and all sorts of agencies saying all sorts of things like that. It's like, what should I even do? do so you can really understand why this whole space right now could be very scary for some of the big money, some of the companies that would want to invest into the sector, but they are not. So there's so much going around. Of course, this whole thing, we're talking about bear markets and so forth. But what makes this into a bull market is more people putting money into it and it pushes up the value of things because supply and demand. But with all this fear, uncertainty and doubt, and then the government and these agencies constantly commenting and releasing these statements and these documents and what have you with their thoughts, it just makes it even that much more uncertain for these big investors to come into the space. Now, with that, that is not the end of the world because it does give us, the little guys, the quote-unquote, the retail investors, the opportunity to buy this stuff at a discounted price if we're still bullish on the market. I'm not saying you should, but if you are someone who is listening to this and saying, okay, I would love to get more of this, well, that is the good thing of these institutional investors not coming in because once these big companies come in start throwing billions or trillions of dollars at different things, of course, the prices are going to go up. But then even something as simple as, well, what is this stuff Anyways, are these securities? Are these commodities? These agencies don't even agree on that. And if you look at different documents from various agencies and uh, different sectors in the government, different politicians even, and you'll see the language is swapping around quite a bit. Are these collectibles NFTs? Are these investment vehicles? Is Bitcoin and Ethereum considered commodities? Because some of these agencies does. Or other ones think of them as financial instruments such as stocks or bonds. So what is really going on here? And on the greater scale of things, I mean... As if all of that from the politicians isn't enough, we also have the fact that, you know, people are calling for a global recession. That is something that has been really been discussed for the last few months or so. But the talk of all that is getting much louder than before. Of course, the war in Ukraine is raging on. China looks like it's possibly invading Taiwan. I mean, people are looking at this stuff and saying, "Okay, well, how is this going to affect business? Is this going to really slow down everything, the trade, of course, gas and all that? And yeah, 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 all the stuff. The sky is falling. Trust me, I know. I'm tired of hearing about it myself. However, it is important to know that crypto is not operating in a bubble. And again, that was something that was really discussed in the newsletter, but certain analysts and experts right now are speaking about a possible 10-year bear market for the stock market. And we're talking about high interest rates, high inflation, falling stock prices, and this could be a situation like the 70s or the 80s when really it wasn't the most ideal economic conditions. And that is what some people are even looking for. Again, you know, take all this with a grain of salt because just as many experts as you'll find saying this is going to be a horrible 10 years are you could probably find another equal amount of people saying that this is going to be a great 10 years. However, you know, just saying this, I'm presenting all this does to say that there is definitely fear and certainty now in the air and things are falling because really no one knows exactly where to go because, the agencies with their word salad not helping these experts that are putting out information in both direction definitely not helping and the fact that other markets outside of crypto are not doing so well right now i mean all of this is contributing to what we're seeing today so it is really not isolated to just web3 crypto nfts bitcoin and all this stuff i mean this is a wide-reaching thing and we're really seeing the effects of this and as it plays out hopefully in the near future we'll get a direction we'll get some concrete voices and maybe some clarity the word salad stops and we actually get a full meal and understanding of what's going on and how we can proceed going forward but if you found this interesting this is sort of just an update not really what i typically do i don't normally do news episodes but i might do that once a week who knows let me know if this is something that you are interested in please feel free to reach out to me at tropic vibes And if you are interested in this newsletter that comes out every week, absolutely free, please check out niftybusinessweek.com. As usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.